Happy Fourth of July, Michael. It's a big, big day for you. Um, I've never really done too much for it. Oh. It's it's really weird right now because it's like <laughs> and in one hand you want to celebrate the idea that we were in some ways, like yes, our system is jacked up, right? Like the system is jacked, the country is jacked up, we have like racial tensions all over the place, and it's been that way since its inception, but at the same time, the founding of the country, regardless of how negative it was towards certain people, allows people to have a platform to stand on nowadays, right? Like that idea is is worth celebrating, in my opinion, even if it isn't necessarily built the best way. Wow, the uh, the, the the pre-show bit, tidbit got very political and really quickly. Uh, I definitely did not notice that you hit the, <laughs> the record button there. You tricked me. You tricked me. I did. I did. <laughs> All right. So, are you ready to get this started then? I, I'm ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of Two Nerds, Maybe More. I am Michael. I have been tricked into talking about things that I don't normally talk about on the show, but it's all right. And the trickster himself is here as well. Marty, how are you doing today? Hi, Michael. How are you doing? I just wanted to say happy 4th of July because I have no clue what kind of celebration day it is for you Americans, but I, I know the date, movies and stuff like that. So I thought, hey, let's throw it in there because it is that day today. And you started talking and I was like, huh, this is gold. I'm actually recording. This is perfect. It's pretty much a day where we just we celebrate Will Smith fighting aliens and uh, (laughs) we barbecue to it and we toast (laughs) Um, at the end of the night we all say and in his name Will Smith we thank you and we chug a beer I knew it I knew it yeah (laughs) but uh, there's also uh, uh, you know Michael those things going on out there in the world there is uh, gaming companies that make uh, sequels and then there is uh, players who is looking forward to said sequels and then find out the stuff happens inside the game that they don't like. So they decide to, you know, to, to, to just randomly death threat other people who is in the game who has nothing to do with the writing and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? That is just so stupid. It is so, so stupid. And it reminds me of something else that I also want to bring up because I was out, you know, in a tent two weeks ago uh, over the weekend. The weekend I wasn't here. I was in a tent outside. Mm-hmm. And with me home, without knowing, I brought something uh, because my bag was... I, I didn't empty my bag straight away, so I waited a little bit with that. Then I emptied my bag. And in, in said bag, there was a bloodsucker called a, called a tick. Ew. It was It was on my butt. <laughs> and I was like, that's just not... That's that's you know no we need to do something about that Michael we need to to make laws against ticks they should be exterminated we need them out of here okay we need to talk about this we need to become political I am not an environmental uh, professional so I don't know the political impact nor the ecological impact that tackling the tick problem may happen to uh, implement so I'm not going to even go there plus this is not a political podcast despite your tick aggression. And my uh, my freedom waving in the beginning there. <laughs> um, I don't know where today's show is going. It can't go anywhere today. But right now, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we are going to touch on the other thing that you talked on earlier, but we're going to touch on that later um, in a different subject matter that we have planned for today. But let's start it off on a little bit of a fun note. Um, I'll start off this time. I always ask you what's going on first, but I'm going to start off. The other day, I was sitting in the house and I just wanted to watch something and I kind of just I wanted to tune out I didn't want to watch something that was super deep because I did watch uh, Django Unchained not too long ago Mm. Uh, and it's a Tarantino film so you know it's 
gunshots going all over the place, body parts splattering. It's a good time. Um, but it <laughs> tackled like slavery issues and things like that. And yeah. I was like, that was a bit heavy. Uh, I need something a little bit lighter. So I decided to so, throw in. Ooh. So you decided to watch Green Lantern after you listened to it on <laughs> 5.5, the, the other podcast that we're doing, right? Right. I did not decide to watch Green Lantern. No. Oh, oh. Then, then this was just a, a you know shameless plug of my other podcast. Yes, that's exactly what that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I decided to watch Pacific Rim, and I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I have. Uh, I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and I haven't seen it since then. And mm. I went ahead and I watched it, and the story is pretty much as cliche as it can get. And it has its cheesy moments. The characters are fairly one-dimensional in the sense of their their tropes. Uh, every character in there is a trope. The main character is obviously your guy that he goes against the rules. And he's your, your rebel. And of course, the new young intern or the new young girl that works there is all into him. And he's into her. But the big catch is that there's giant robots fighting giant aliens. And that is all that matters. You could tune in at any point in that movie and never wonder what is going on because you could just see a giant robot fighting a giant alien and everything else is inconsequential. We don't and need that, anything else. We don't need anything else. So. <laughs> it's almost like watching an old 80s action flick, like a Schwarzenegger. Well, I butchered the name there. Sorry. Um, or a Stallone film. Like You just go in and they're shooting big guns and you're just like, yeah, he's mowing down everybody who can't seem to hit him. They all have Stormtrooper aim. <laughs> Expendables. Yeah, it's like it's one of those films where you don't need much else. And for some reason, mm. people try to add, like, oh, every movie needs to have some deep meaning. No, it's giant robots fighting giant aliens. It's awesome. <laughs> have you seen the, uh, just a question, have you seen the sequel? I have not, no. Okay, uh I, I haven't it? either. I haven't even. Oh, but I okay. want to. I mean, Pacific Rim. It you know, it, it's not going to win the medal for for best character uh, progression <laughs> or uh, best writing of or, or whatnot. But I, I was enjoyed. I really just enjoyed the the shit out of that movie for all the reasons that you mentioned. Yes. All, I mean, one reason that you mentioned. Okay, then the challenge is Marty Uh-oh. that we have to watch Pacific Rim two sometime this week, and we'll talk about it next week. Oh, can can I watch it next week? Because this week is almost over. I don't, I'm not sure I'm gonna make it. Um, for the next show, how about that? Yeah, good, does that good, okay. phrasing work better for you? It, it does. It does. I'm very specific when it comes to phrasing. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us <laughs> what you've been watching? Today's show is amazing. Uh, I've been watching the season two of The Order. Last week I had seen season one uh, and probably halfway through season two last week. Um, but now I finished it and I'm like, yeah, it, 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 is, it is what it is. I like it. it it's you know, I mean, it's not. It not. It, it's nothing. Again, it, it's not going to win any medals either for you know mm-hmm. amazing character progressions or, or huge storylines and stuff like that. But it's just really entertaining, and I really really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, they have they have set up. They have set the stage for season three. This it didn't it didn't. I mean, the the overall arc for this season did end, but you know the characters uh, uh, arc didn't. Mm-hmm. It. it stuff will happen stuff will go down in season three if they continue like this so yeah it's um i i liked it i liked it i really i, I and i really hope that yeah there will be a, a third season because it hasn't been greenlit yet awesome awesome uh all right i'll get into something that i've been playing this week i was streaming pretty much every day this week except the first day monday i wanted to stream monday but unfortunately, the internet service provider was doing maintenance, so the internet was down, and I couldn't stream. So Tuesday, loaded up the stream, and like I mentioned last week's episode, I was playing Resident Evil 7. I have a history with Resident Evil games where I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, I don't like games that puzzles drag on for too long because of my stupidity. Um, and missing of the obvious, I get frustrated and I, it subtracts me from the the experience. Like I like the horror elements, but I get taken out of them due to uh, puzzles sometimes. Mm. And while this had a couple of those, for the most part, I want to say I was very into Resident Evil 7. Uh, it was scary. Like I'm not going to lie, there was a few times where I did let out a bit of a scream uh, on the stream. 
And there were a couple times where I was just like, I can't believe they put this thing in VR. Like, <laughs> how could you even play this game in VR? Uh, overall, there are plot holes. There are quite a few plot holes, and I've been looking at YouTube videos, and those plot holes are not filled. Um, but plot holes aside, it was a pretty decent game. And when I say decent, I mean, I'd probably give it a solid 7, 8 out of 10. For me, I think that's still good. Somewhere along mm. the lines of video game rating, people said a 5 out of 10 is a bad game, when for mm. me, a 5 out of 10 is an average game. I think yeah. an average game can still be fun. And I think this is a bit of above average. It took me about 10 hours to, to play through. Um, I did not play through the DLC, but mm. I enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, when you're down at a five, you, you know, it, it can go both ways. It, it, it can be a, a good game. It can also be a, a yeah. not so good game. Uh, I, I would know because, hey, I have a <laughs> podcast where we watch movies that is rated 5.5. And it's exactly the same thing that, mm -hmm. you know, there is there is a few gems down there, but there's also... Cold, I guess. Cold. <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> it's in that where it can go either way based on your preferences. Mm. Um, I, I don't remember which Resident Evil it was, but it, it's probably it, it's a long time ago because it was back at the day, uh, back in the days where we as youngsters uh, took all, all, all computers and brought them all together in, in, in one house and played LAN together. Mm -hmm. um, and at <laughs> some point, uh, pretty late, I think. Um, it was a time some half of the, the people had gone to sleep. I was still doing something on my computer, and I could and I was sitting there watching someone else's screen uh, screen in front of uh, who was sitting in front of me, and he was playing one of the Resident Evil uh, games. I think it might have been three, but I'm not completely sure. But at least he's he's walking down a corridor. Uh, there's some some windows to the left of him, and all of a sudden, you know, hands just go through the window, the barricaded windows, and grab the character. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, my friend who was playing it just jumped in his seat and was so freaking scared. And it, <laughs> it, it was so much... It, it, I, I just started laughing. It looked so... It looked so hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Mm, so yeah. I mentioned that I had not played the DLC, but mm. somebody's been messing with some DLC stuff. I have, yes. How did you know? Oh, it's in the show notes. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, it's it's probably it's not a it's back. It's still there. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about it for the last few shows. Um, I, I finally got into the DLC, and and the continue uh, the the story continues, and and. It's I, I really like it actually because there is there is some some side missions as well, but it's not just you know go do some stuff and come back. The side the side missions actually take some time. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's like four or five of them, something like that, and and each of them is probably like easily forty minutes a piece or something. Thirty minutes, forty minutes a piece. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's I think it's definitely worth the the money uh and it's just it's just a, it's such a cool universe i just really really like it and it also feels like that um because you said that selena hasn't played it i think i would actually recommend it because it feels like they're setting up some stuff oh, for the okay. sequel as well not something that they can quickly explain you know not something big grand whatever but it feels like they do set up some some uh, a few things for a character arc so uh so yeah i would, I would definitely recommend it for to 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 selena if if um, awesome. yeah if, i'll if, let if her she, know yeah if she lacks something to play so yeah well she did just finish the last of us 2 the other day uh mm. so uh, I know she's probably in the market for something. Uh, did you see that? I guess uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out in August on PC. Oh, really? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I, I did not expect that. I don't no. know who did Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Gorilla. It's a Dutch studio. Okay, so it's not like a Sony exclusive. They just happen to probably have like a timed exclusive deal. Um, mo mo maybe, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know so how. PC users look forward to Horizon Zero Dawn. Most likely, it will come out with like a complete edition, mm. uh, so that you will be able to play that DLC. Which Marty has given the thumbs up to the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC that Selena should play. 
She just she, entered the room for, for the listeners. She just entered the room. I, I saw her in the background there. Yes, I had to make sure that I got the word across right now. It's so fresh. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that eventually. I have it on PS4, so I'll probably still play it there. Yeah. But... I, I, actually, have you have you played uh, or see? You know, you have seen Death Stranding, right? The game. Yes, I've yeah. seen it, but it doesn't really seem like my thing. No, no. Uh, what's his name again? It's the guy who made Metal Gear Solid. Kojima. Um, Kojima, yeah, he, he made the game Death Stranding, and, and he was like, instead of building a game engine from scratch, he was like asking if if there was someone who wanted to, you know, maybe they could make a deal, something like that. And Guerrilla, who are uh, Guerrilla Studios, who actually made this, um, who made uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, actually just gave it to him and said, here, if if you if you like it, mm-hmm. use it. If if not, then it's fine. Um, and he he loved it. He loved the engine, and, and the Stranding is actually built in that same ending engine. He, um, engine. <laughs> I have issues with Kojima, and it strictly comes from I feel like he's like a pampered artist, in the sense of like his stuff is is good, but because he's been treated in such a way, he holds it to like such a different level that all of a sudden like everyone is beneath him. Especially from those, uh, as people were playing Death Stranding, they were a bit critical of the story and he was giving interviews and he was like, well, I wouldn't expect most people to be able to understand the story and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh, this guy just comes off as like a pretentious douche. (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's the case, but that's kind of what I get from him. Um, yeah, in that Death, sense. I haven't played Death Stranding myself, and to be honest, uh, I have to admit that um, if, if I don't know if I've been living under semi, been living under a rock. I feel like I do keep on top of, of, of what's going on in the gaming industry and stuff like that, and uh, in that sphere. I, I mean, I do, do podcast about it as well, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I remember there was so much hype before the game came out, and you know. It was everywhere. People were so excited for it. And then it released. And then I don't really feel like I heard that much <laughs> afterwards. I don't really feel like there was... It's it's like the hype just stopped with the release. And and, and it just, you know, it, it just struck me as a little bit weird uh, and a little bit odd that I haven't haven't really heard anything. Um, I haven't... I, I don't really even know if, if it was, you know, well-received or, or stuff like that. And I'm, I'm really unsure what happened. If, I've, if it's just me who has been ignoring and not seeing it or what's going on here, because I, I, I do want to, I do want to try it and see, try it out and see what it is. I'm just, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe waiting a little bit for, for the, for the, you know, price to go down. It seems like one of those games that just, it has a lot of empty space and a lot of walking involved. Mm. Like, uh, it felt like it was built up through, uh, like trailers and things like that. And when the game actually landed, that was not necessarily the experience that you got. Mm. Like, it wasn't as quick actioned as what those cutscenes might make you believe. Mm. It was more of like, yeah, the cutscenes look cool, but at the same time, the gameplay was just a bit meh. Um, I think I saw some review at some point that was talking about how it was horrible gameplay. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I have to look more into it. I don't remember it. Like, I think that kind of is like, like, like you said, like that's its standing legacy. I was like, who remembers exactly what the heck was going on with Death Stranding? Somebody let us know. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll have to dig into it as well because I want to play it at some point. But it's just you know, you know, if it's if it's a really really good review, you you know, you usually know. If mm-hmm. it's a really bad review, you usually know as well. So I'm like, where, where did it go? I didn't hear anything. So should, <laughs> should I pay full price? Is it all right? Or should I wait on a little bit? Or what happens? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get on to my last game before we move on to our other things. Uh, Diablo three. It's it's back. It's back, everybody. Um, new expansion? Yes. Nope. Oh. Not new expansion, but new season. Season twenty-one. Oh. oh. It launched yesterday. Oh. And I put a few hours into it, and I hit max level. I've already started my season journey on one character. So, weird fact is that out of all the years I've played the game, mm-hmm. I have never progressed this quickly, even the last bit where we got boosted and put a lot of time into it at the end of this day yesterday and I played for about 
the time on the character is about eight hours. But I played less than that because some of it I'm watching stuff in the background. I'm getting distracted by things. Uh, but I hit max level, finished three chapters complete, and I'm a bit through chapter four. Now, that's not impressive compared to the people that play the game like crazy. Like they're already doing who knows what, and they have specialized groups in order to just farm paragon levels and things like that. But. This new seasonal affics, I guess I could call it that. I Maybe I'm World of Warcrafting it, I don't know. But the seasonal theme, I guess, is that every, every blank, insert blank amount of time, you will suddenly have a ability pop off that is elemental themed. Mm. And it will change the screen. I, I don't know if I like it or not in the sense of if you are unleashing a blizzard type attack... Which you have no control over. Okay, you don't control these. It just naturally happens. Your mm. screen will suddenly become a blizzard. And it will white out a little bit. And it'll become harder to see. And there'll be like this rolling snowball that will damage enemies as it goes through. Uh, I think it might also chill enemies, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, you might have a lava wave that goes out from like whatever direction you're facing. And it will slowly move out during the firestorm. There will be... Uh, moments where you'll suddenly see all these large green circles starting appearing on the ground almost like when you're fighting Belial and then these green meteors of like poison stuff will start falling from the sky that's a cool visual one I like that one uh, there's one where it will suddenly get super dry looking and mm. then dust tornadoes will kind of spawn out of you and start roaming around the area and damaging enemies so there are some cool aspects to it but there is a lot going on on your screen sometimes yeah. so it can be a bit like What's going on? Is that an enemy thing? Is that my thing? What is happening right now? Let me just stare at my health bar to make sure I'm not dying. <laughs> um, but it's Diablo. I'm having fun. I'm looking mm. forward to playing with you on mm. Monday. Yeah, because you and me and uh, Amanda from Geek Herring and uh, Beata, my 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 uh, better half, worth or worse half, I don't know. Depends um... <laughs> <laughs> on day of the week. <laughs> no, uh, we will we'll be we'll be playing together together. Oh, I cannot speak today. We will be playing together, leveling together, and doing all the the fun stuff in Diablo three together, uh, just to see see how far we can get. And we're going to you know uh, you know I mean the listeners don't know uh, to <laughs> to play at least uh, well we're going to play twice a week together and and just uh, yeah see see where we can what we can get to. Yep, it should be a good time. Um, now we're going to move on to something and I am going to pre-warn people that this might be a bit of a heavier subject. Um, we'll try not to dwell on it too long, but it is something that we do want to give attention to. And there is a specific, um, focal point that we're going to use here. Please don't think that that means that we are indifferent to anyone in a different situation or anything like that. Um, we support and are here for everybody that's involved with this, but I'm going to hand it off to Marty because I think that he knows a little bit more about the individual than I mm. do, and then we'll discuss from there. Yeah, I mean, what what happened, what is this though, two days ago, uh, is um, actually... Let me just quickly run through how I experienced it because it, it, it was really, really surreal. Um, because I got, I, I'm not completely sure where I got it, but people started uh, on social media talking about that Wreckful. He's a, a World of Warcraft uh, PvP guard. Uh, he, he's one of the, um, I mean, he was like the very, the very, best player in I don't know how many of the first seasons ever coming out of PvP in, in World of Warcraft. He's one of the first big Twitch streamers as well. So uh, who actually you know he made it. He he started earning money on on, on Twitch streaming and stuff like that. So two days ago I, I I was just looking around social media and all of a sudden people started talking about that he had committed suicide and he was dead. Um and I was like that doesn't sound good, obviously. Uh, but uh, I was also like, you know, there has to be like an official source for this because, you know, it could just be, you know, fake news, something going around, who knows. Um, so I started looking around for it and I, and I, you know, couldn't find any official outlets, news outlets, something like that, that had, had reported on this yet. So I was like, hey, where is this actually coming from? So I went to his 
official official Twitter because maybe someone had you know had access to his account where tweeted it out. Which nobody hadn't, but the, the really, really surreal thing was that, you know, just like three hours earlier or something like that, he had tweeted something like he had, he has done, done a few tweets. Uh, so, you know, I just started thinking, Hey, maybe, maybe this is just fake news. It's only like a few hours ago, obviously. Um, but then sadly found out through. Uh, what was it? I think it was his ex and his roommate who both confirmed that he had um, he passed away. So, yeah, that was just, it, it was so surreal just, you know, to sit there and, and read basically, you know, the man's final words on Twitter, uh, like mere two hours earlier, um, and, and then know that, you know, he had passed away. So, yeah, a little bit strange, uh, to, to say the least. But the thing is that, you know, um, Recently, I've started. I, I don't know if you know this, Michael. This channel. There's, there is a, also a website. There's a website, YouTube channel, and, and Twitch channel called HealthyGamer.gg, uh, which he is a. Well, it's an organization, but he, it's led by a psychiatrist who is, a, a, you know, he's a gamer himself, um, and he has um specialized he's specializing in 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 addiction gaming addiction is one of them and he's and also just you know he's becoming like this personality that is trying to help uh gamers because there is a lot of mental health issues going around with in in the just gaming sphere and um i mean it's not like it's just the gaming it is obviously also you know a, a, a problem in the world but he just chooses to, to specialize in in the gaming sphere and you know making making his content a little bit more like uh uh you know he adjusts his way of talking so he actually talks to us he's talking about health bars and debuffs and buffs and stuff like that and you know it, it it's really it, it makes this heavy subject you know way more digestible um and he actually and that's that's another surreal part actually talked he had a lot of talks with with Recful live on stream, where they talked about his issues and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it, it's not like this is just something that came out of the blue. Recful have had his demons since he was a kid, and um, if you if you really want to to see more and, and learn more about it, uh, I think you should go and you should Google healthy ga- uh, YouTube uh, healthy gamer and Recful episode one. Because uh, it, it's it's heavy, but it's also really you know it, it's to me it was like it was good and nice to see you know these people talking about it publicly. Mm. Publicly, uh, I've had depression myself, um, and it was just good to see you know some of the stuff. It's not just me; it's not just you know it, it's everybody that that can get into a situation like that. And it was just nice to see you know, hey, it's not just. It's not just me that's weird or that other guy that is weird and depression and these and on mental health issues is actually a real thing. Um, yeah, it's a very serious thing and um, a po- not necessarily positive, but something that came out of this was there was an event held in World of Warcraft, the game mm. of choice for Wreckful, where yeah. I guess there was like a record amount of people on the servers or whatever that were all gathered together in like a moment of... Uh, tribute recognition and appreciation mm-hmm. for him and for those who don't maybe maybe you're like me i didn't know who he was no. this is the first time that i've heard his name and i play world of warcraft so i didn't know anything about it so for me it kind of felt like when we heard the news that robin williams mm. had like uh he did he committed suicide as well and it was like Robin Williams, like one of the funniest individuals on the freaking planet. Mm-hmm. Like, how could how could that guy be in such a state that he would take his own life? And it's just there are things beyond our control that yeah. we can't that we are not equipped as human beings to be able to sometimes escape our own minds. And this can be, uh, it can be something small, it could be something large, it could be anything in between. So one thing that I just wanted to bring up is first of all i want to bring up at least here in the united states we do have a uh, national suicide prevention lifeline where you can call and you can talk to people uh that are professionals so if you happen to fall into this category and you have 
the ability to do so, I would suggest that you call this number. It is 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline for the United States. And also, I wanted to touch a bit on some things that we shouldn't be doing that can lead to things like this. Mm. Um, mm. Because Marty mentioned at the top of the show about how people are harassing individuals yeah. because they don't agree with the character. Go ahead, Marty. Yeah, and also because that that's something that also happened. The thing is that uh, Wreckfall is definitely um, or was definitely a uh, you know a character as well because you know he, he's also just you know doing weird things sometimes like like some of us maybe also do uh, and one of the things not that it, it it's not necessarily weird but one of the things that he did live on twitter uh, was actually that he tweeted out and sort of proposed to a girl uh, the same day actually um and of, i mean we don't know what at, at least i don't know you know if if, if what the, if, if she answered that is if that has anything with it to do with it or what 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 happened but the thing that happened was that uh, some people started ridiculing him and telling him that that's not you know the proper way to do it and then basically you know uh, uh, bullied him mm-hmm. on online for you know that tweet uh, which leads into i just wanted to add that because okay. it also leads into to what you're about to say Mike. um yeah i'm going off of the the Laura Bailey current mm. situation. Uh, for those who don't know, Laura Bailey uh, did voiceover work for a character in The Last of Us 2, which is a divisive title, to say the least, amongst a lot of different people. Um, while I don't agree with a lot of the things that people are saying negatively, because it seems like it's misogynistic, it's against like uh, the LGBTQ community and things along that nature... Uh, they started attacking Laura Bailey online and giving her death threats, threatening her family and things like that. And we've seen this, especially in the gaming community, like so mm. many times. I, I think it's like a lot of nerd communities that tend to get this way a lot, um, at least visually online. You see it like in the Star Wars community as well mm. for uh, I forget her name, but the actress that uh, played in The Last Jedi uh, well, Ray, not Ray. Um, oh, the other one, yeah, the Asian um, girl. I, I yeah, apologize, yeah, yeah. Um, right. yeah. but they gave her a whole bunch of stuff, and it's just there's no need for it. If you don't like something, then it's okay to say that you don't like it. Like, be like, ah, oh, it's not really my thing, and move on. There's mm. no reason, like, ever, unless that person. No, no, not even if that person did anything. Like, it's no reason ever to go and attack somebody in that sort of way and i think that those people need to be blocked they need to be reported and they need help they need help too they somebody needs to find that individual and find them some Hmm. mental help because what goes through somebody's mind that they think that it's okay to give death threats on freaking twitter or anything like that like it's it's not cool in any way no it's not and i mean i mean it's not that let let me. I don't know how to phrase it without so how it sounds weird. It probably will, but just you know, hang on for a second because I I can understand. I can understand that headspace you're in when you know there's something that you love. You love this game. You love this band. You love this movie franchise, whatever. And all of a sudden, uh, someone else comes in and. Or, or the next version of it is made, or whatever, and all of a sudden it, it doesn't meet your your specific expectations, and you can be you 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 know it, it's natural. You might feel that down, you might feel disappointed and anger because you know you love the other stuff so much, but that that just never justifies you know death threats, online bullying, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's fine that you don't like it but and it's also fine to say that you don't like it and mm-hmm. so it is it, it is it is especially fine to come with some constructive feedback and criticism why did you not like it uh, the way that you did but you know going after people and sending death threats and, and you know i mean obviously you know and, and you know what am i trying to say going after someone who, who hasn't even had an influence on on why 
for instance, in the in in in, in the Last of Us situation, where because Laura Bailey has not written the script, she's she's just mm-hmm. you know paid to be an uh, actor here and and act this out. Um, so and so going after her and sending her death threats, it's like why she 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 can do anything. So you know why would you direct it at her? I mean, besides that, you shouldn't in the first place. But you know, it, it's yeah. so weird to me. Yeah, it's a sad situation, and it's times like this that it it almost makes you feel alienated from your community because you mm. don't want to talk to anybody because you see those individuals, and it makes you feel like they're a representation of what the community is as a whole. And there's been a lot of a lot of negativity, especially in the last couple of weeks. Um, we got women coming out about sexual harassment in the industry all over the place, whether it's a uh, high profile or it's low profile streamers, like things are just like hitting the fan and you're seeing these stories everywhere. Um, so we encourage anybody that has experienced any sort of depression or uh, just some mental instability. Maybe you have had some suicidal thoughts or anything like that please know that there is nothing wrong with you for thinking these type of ways there are plenty of people that have these type of thoughts all we can do is say that if you have somebody around you please talk to them um if you are not the one having these thoughts but you know somebody that has these thoughts talk to them let them know that you're there um provide provide the number which i will say once again which is one 800 two seven three eight two five five so that they can hopefully go and talk to somebody i would say do not pressure too much because that can add an extra bit of stress but just let them know that you're there for them um and to all those that may be listening whether you're a friend of somebody who's in a situation or you're in that situation just know that it's not your fault I also would like to also add, uh, just from from the other side of the table, that if you see someone who is acting, you know, who's, you know, online bullying, who's doing things like that, uh, or, or not behaving like you know you should, call them out on it. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't just you know look away and 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 oh, and just you know think your own thing. It's it's totally valid to, to call them out on it because it is not acceptable whole behavior. Um, yep. So. You, because if you call them out, then hopefully maybe they'll learn something from it. But it also, you know, in, in, in Laura Bailey's case, you know, she actually found out that there's a lot of people who are supportive, who's actually, you know, mm-hmm. don't who's, who's with her, basically. So uh, because I think at the end of the day, uh, luckily, uh, it, it's a loud minority that acts in, 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 in this particular way. But so we, we as humans easily and quickly forget about, you know, all the, the rest of the 95% of people who, you know, just don't say anything, but, you know, just, uh, but really enjoyed the, the work that you're doing or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, that's yep. what I wanted to add. <laughs> we are going to finish up that subject and we're going to move on to something a bit more positive. Mm. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot of negativity surrounding the gaming community right now. Um, women's rights. We have suicidal uh, awareness going on. And also we have uh, conventions being canceled due to people in charge being turned out to be like creepy individuals. So all that negativity going on, it can be hard to realize, like Marty said, that there is a lot of good in the community. And we're going to discuss a bit about positive gaming experiences that we've had. Mm. Uh, maybe it's a community event. Maybe it's simply um, like a positive game that made us feel a certain way. But just the avenues and uh, ways that the gaming community has impacted us in a positive way. Yeah, b- before we go into our experiences, because I just realized something and I'm uh, I just want to, you know, uh, just bring it out there. It is a positive story that I just remembered uh, a few years back uh, that I think we could just start with. It's not our experience, but it is uh, it's a World of Warcraft add on uh, developer mm-hmm. um, who has made the uh, one of the, the most used add ons. If you are raiding, if you're doing end game content, Um and he um, 
posted out at some point that he, he had to stop development because he had, uh, I think it was some dental issues that he mm-hmm. needed to have had taken care of and he needed to find the money for it. And he was also providing for his mother, I believe. Uh, so he simply could not also find the time to keep going with this add-on. And when the, and when the community found out, the community backed him up, uh, started, he, I think he had like a Patreon or something. So people started donating money to him. Uh, big gaming company, Blizzard themselves came out and said, hey, we want to help as well and sent him like a, I think a brand new computer and stuff like that. Uh, and I think there was a few other uh, uh, companies that did similar things. So it's one of, I think it's such a, such a beautiful story and it shows, you know, you know, how the community also can be and we have to remember that this is also how the community can can, can be that you know people are helpful mm-hmm. uh and and gladly if they can will donate money or, or whatever they they can donate and help out with uh and i mean even i have have donated to this cause because i've been using his add-ons for so many years like i i at, you know, majority of my, my World of Warcraft times, so I was like, you know what? It, this <laughs> I haven't paid for this technically a product that he had given me for free all these years, and now he has, you know, uh, uh, now he's in in trouble. So I, why I obviously I I could help. So why shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when that story came out. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, something that's also been a while that kind of World of Warcraft is a catalyst to that I want to bring up is actually I want to bring up how how a podcast got me to be part of a community because mm. as we've mentioned before uh I used to do the Blue Recluse with Marty here as well as Tom which was a Blizzard themed podcast um but before that I was going to BlizzCon solo I went to BlizzCon solo to watch StarCraft 2, and I pretty much just hung out in the StarCraft 2 arena. I checked out some other things, um, but that was the year that Overwatch was released, uh, or at least announced, not Hmm. released. It was announced, and I had never really played World of Warcraft. Some guy gave me crap on the train about not ever playing World of Warcraft, um, but um, the story kind of goes like this, is that when I jumped in the World of Warcraft, they gave me a boost, and I had no idea what that boost actually meant. All I know is that it's like, hey, you could get to this level, and I'm like, why wouldn't I? I mean, in in Mario, nobody says, let me not take the warp pipe to level eight. Let me just go to World Eight and finish the game. Um, but I started listening to the Blue Recluse. This was obviously before I was on it, and you and Tom were doing your thing. You're talking, and then eventually. Uh, I submitted, hey guys, I boosted this character and I have no idea what's going on. And you and Tom commented that, you know, maybe it's not the best idea as a first player to, to boost to a spellcaster, first of all, that has a million different things going on. Uh, so you guys kind of helped me there. And then eventually you guys were asking for people to submit things for a co-host spot. I didn't want to do it because I suffer with the whole... Uh, nobody wants to hear my voice. I still suffer with that. I'm still like, I can't believe anybody listens to this podcast. <laughs> but I, it was it was a game changer when I actually submitted it. And then I was invited on the show for the trial. And then I was a permanent fixture on the show uh, up until our hiatus. But it was a segue into a larger community that I didn't even know existed. And I've met so many cool people through that. And that's kind of helped bring me when I'm I can be quite negative sometimes um, in certain aspects of things and when I get moody I get really moody Um, but having like that community there and people to play games with and just kind of escape for a bit that is um, that's a very positive experience for me and I would encourage anybody that maybe has access to like one person that might be a gateway into something more positive to Take that leap. If you hear somebody asking for a co-host, throw your throw your thing out there. Who knows? You might catch something. You might be the next Michael. Who knows? <laughs> Making it big. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I can only only everything you say say is true. And and uh, the thing is that I've, I've been on on this in this community a little bit longer than you have because you know I probably were 
helping creating it in the first place, I guess. Uh, but but no, I mean, because for me, the Blue Recluse and this podcast basically, you know, uh, would not have happened if it wasn't for back in the days in World of Warcraft, you know, um, first of all, you know, start playing the game and actually, you know, starting hanging out with these people. Um, uh, I mean... You already know what happened. We created uh, down the line. We created the Blue Clues, and now this podcast. And Tom is doing uh, uh, three extra lives. And but we're still all you know together and helping each other out. It's not like we just went separate ways or anything. We're, we're still in the same community. We were still having so much fun together. And I mean, and we still play games with Tom as well, even though he's mm-hmm. not on this particular podcast and things like that. But for me, it, it goes way back, further back to World of Warcraft, just playing the game and. Um, at some point, there was a few of us in in the guild that were like, "Hey, let's um, let's actually let's meet up in real life because uh, you know we, we all come came from different countries, uh, sort of like you know in the, over there in the states. You all, I mean, it's not not different countries, but for you, it's probably different states, and and so." People are far away from each other, so we decided to let's, mm-hmm. let's meet up uh, and actually, uh, you know, meet each other in real life and, and just have fun and things like that. And a few beers later, you know, your best friends and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Well, not not necessarily, but but no, it, you know, that just evolved and it evolved into let's uh, celebrate New Year's together. So we started celebrating New Year's together. So we were a group of, of people from different corners of the world who met up every new year's um just to celebrate you know the new year's and just just a fun little fact i i don't know i don't know how you feel about new year's michael but those those parties is always something where you feel like it's i always feel like the the, in the past at least were overrated and you were looking so much forward to it and then it was never really meeting expectations stuff like that all that changed all that changed when when we started doing these these New Year's parties because it was just so much damn fun and and actually it actually meant something because you know when when it's I mean it's not that you know it's not that I want to devalue friends friendships in real life where you're close to each other uh, because obviously that also has its place but when when you are like from different countries and you only have the opportunity to meet like once or twice a year when you're when you're in the same room and when you're together at that point then you know you're just together in a different way because you make Mm -hmm. it you make it something special because you know it might be 12 months and until you see these people again so um so yeah that that's just what happened we started celebrating new year's every year and i mean we've missed a few here and there but it's a it's a tradition that we still have at least not not all of them some of them don't play world of warcraft anymore and things like that mm-hmm. and uh, but we are like the core group still meeting up or at least trying to meet up for new year's every year so okay that's awesome and um another way that gaming has uh, been an avenue for other things is actually it, gaming is what kind of introduced me to my current fiance um, or at least the the medium of gaming and this is this story is not a catalyst for people to be creepy okay so don't <laughs> take anything that i say as an okay to be creepy um but before i met selena i was actually i was talking to to a different girl online and she was awesome she, like she's still awesome she's a great individual um and we were talking back and forth, and we we're talking about making things happen. Needless to say, nothing ever really came of that, mainly because Selena kind of came into the picture. Um, and it's nothing against the other individual. It was just that Selena and I kind of clicked on like every level. It's one of those like moments where you're like, okay, this is a bit different. Mm. Uh, and we met because she was creepy on my Instagram. Um, no, <laughs> uh, did she slide into your DMs? She actually, I she slid into the stream. She slid into the stream. I was streaming on Twitch uh, quite a bit at that point, and I was playing Dead Space Two or the first Dead Space game. And she likes horror games. And she came in and she was chatting, and I was chatting to her. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Nothing like crazy or anything like that. So don't expect like raunchy streams to Dead Space. (laughs) Nothing like that. Okay. I'm going to Google this afterwards. See if I throw (laughs) something out Um, there. But anyways, that was like a catalyst for us to start talking. And it just kind of turned into... Then she's 
asked me questions about Twitch because she was unfamiliar with the website and I was showing her things around and then we just kind of started talking from there and then it turned into like longer talks and it's just one thing led to another and she actually made me break all three of my big dating rules my big dating rules one don't date anybody you met online Mm. two don't do long distance relationships i was in chicago she was in california and speaking of california rule number three was never date anybody from california (laughs) (laughs) there are there are stereotypes okay and if you're not from california most likely every stereotype that you have of a california is like a southern california person which is like always in their board shorts and let's go surfing dude like it's always that it's like some blonde white dude that you just want to punch in the face like (laughs) um, (laughs) um, like that's how i thought of it um but obviously it's a different story and uh now we're engaged but without like twitch or the gaming community that allows people to communicate in such a way like it might not have happened like how would i ever have even found her or she found me without that space Mm. like i said this is not this is not an invitation for people to just go sending off messages left and right to people online like no that's not cool um like we actually built it up we had an online equivalent to we met at this restaurant getting coffee and we sparked up a conversation and one thing led to another type deal but Mm. it was just in a virtual space it wasn't like we met on tinder and i was like yo how you doing (laughs) (laughs) so there's that story yeah I, I think I think that's what we have time for right now. But I mean, if if you really want to, I I don't think you have to dig that far to actually find all the positive stories. Mm-hmm. It's just that we as humans sadly tend to focus on the negative because that's how we it's it's how we were wired. Because you know, if, if we we need to. If you have to look, if, if you look at the evolution, we have to survive something. So we fo- focus on the negative because we need to survive that negative, so we can, you know, keep keep existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so sadly, that's how it works. Uh, if something, if someone treats you bad, like once, uh, I think it's like thirteen. That person needs to do thirteen good things for you before you start changing your mind to that person again. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, that's at least that's. I mean, it's the same with stores or stuff like that. If you have a bad experience with a store, they need to do something good for you thirteen times before you, you start changing your mind about them. Um, and uh, I mean, obviously, it's an average. It's not like. Mm-hmm. exactly 30 yeah. but but you know what i mean right it, that we we tend to focus on the negative but just just really really remember there's so much so much good out there and it's not sadly not the stuff that we write most articles about because you know we tend to focus on the negative so yeah. um so but there is a lot of goodness out there yeah on that note i think it would be great if we heard some of your positive experiences with uh gaming gaming communities and uh anything positive that you've experienced within gaming of course if you want to talk about other things you can send those in as well but we would really like to hear some positive and maybe if we get some good ones we'll share them on the show next week um so this is our call out if you have some positive experiences feel free to let us know and Team you- positive that's right positive <laughs> putting out those positive vibes you can do so by emailing us at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com you can also message us over on twitter at two nerds maybe more with the number two in front or you can just go ahead and check out our website where you can find all of our past episodes bio links other random things you can find that over at two nerds maybe more.com and i think on that note we're we're pretty much out yep yep right in time i need to go kill some ticks Oh, um, all right. Well, we'll let Marty go kill ticks and yell at fluffy clouds. Um, and until then, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you in episode 21. And you all take care of each other out there. Hey, look out for each other. We're looking out for each other. And we'll see you all in gaming. Marty, anything else? Ah, you filthy tick.
have a great one, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.